Hi, this is Roberta Song with The Venus Factor, and I'm interviewing Anne today, and I have Pam Sherman with us, one of our Venus ambassadors. And so are you guys there? Yes, so there. I'm here. <laughs> okay, are you there too, Pam? I'm here. Awesome. Awesome. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. <laughs> it's, a beautiful, it's a beautiful day here in California, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, how about Anne? You're Anne, in so Colorado Anne, too. You're in Colorado, so... Good. Yeah, so, kind okay, of the so, greater Denver area, and it's beautiful here. Awesome. That's awesome. It's good to enjoy a beautiful day. So, um, so Anne, I'll just get started. How did you find the okay. Venus factor? Um, well, it all started about three years ago when I took a class called ProfitsOnWallStreet.com. I actually took the, the live uh, Profits on Wall Street class and it's like a stock trading class. And um, I met Deanne, uh, who was the VT6 contest winner. And um, I saw her, and I think I had met her before the class started, um, or on the first, the first class, and then it went like um, all day on Sunday for five sessions every, every other Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I saw her after she won, and I was like, "Wow, she looks really different." You know, um, she looked amazing. She, oh, she, she looked amazing. I, I was, yeah. I was just blown away. Like she must have lost thirty pounds, mm-hmm. and she was already pretty small. And I overheard her talking about how she was now fitting into like size small clothes. <laughs> And that just kind of piqued my curiosity. I was like, what is she doing? Um, And at that time, I was probably around 180 pounds, um, and I had tried everything. I'm 5'7", so that's, you know, that's definitely overweight. Mm -hmm. Not huge, but um, I've gone all the way up to 208 and probably dieted down to, like, 145. Mm -hmm. Um, but I had been trying a lot of things and I overheard her talking about it and I asked her about it. And um, she mentioned Eat, Stop, Eat and um, talked about uh, Venus Factor and calorie restriction and stuff. And right away I just just kind of put up this defense and there was really no reason for it looking back on it. But I was like, no, she's going to starve herself to death. (laughs) Right restricting calories and I was like wait so are you restricting calories and she said well what's your definition of restricting and I said well eating under a thousand calories a day um but that may be required for somebody so small and I didn't really know that at the time I thought oh you have to eat a lot to lose weight and that's just crazy to me now Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, right. that's, what all the, that's what all the fitness information says out there, right? Eat six small meals a day or five small meals a day to lose weight, and it's and it's all like sixteen hundred calories, eighteen. Like that's crazy. Now that we know the truth about what it takes to lose weight. Yep. Yeah, and I've tried other things. Like I tried this one program that actually recommended eating at maintenance and um, burning off all of the fat through exercise. <gasps> if you want to like drive yourself absolutely insane trying to do that program for two years. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so you must have been exhausted, too. Oh, I was, I was just completely wrecked every day. I was doing three hours of cardio a day and getting nowhere. Oh, my Were you goodness. so bored? Um, <laughs> very, very bored. 
<laughs> and still fat. <laughs> That's frustrating when make, you're just... No, how did you make the time? That's a lot of time to work out. Um, well, at the time, I didn't have a full-time job, and I just thought, well, if, I'm, if I uh, don't have a, a regular job right, right now, I might as well take advantage of it and work out all the time. Um, so that kind of like, I, I would guess like a retired person would do, um, which I, I can imagine must be so frustrating for like people who retire and then they work out all the time and they still get nowhere. Right. <laughs> right. I, I, work at, I work at a gym. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. <laughs> um, no, I work at a gym and I see that more than anything else is people wasting their time doing so much cardio and their body just never changes. And I, I help the people that I can, but some people don't want to be told because they want to stay in a little comfort zone of the cardio. I'm like, I want to say, get off the elliptical, pick up some weights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how did you stop doing the three hours of cardio? Oh, well, um, I guess after I met Deanne, um, I still didn't try Venus for a while, but um, – you know, I, I was still kind of doing that, but not every day, not very consistent. Um, and I just got really, really burned out trying to do that. Um, and, you know, at first I thought it would be great because I could eat, I could eat a lot. Um, <laughs> we all love that. <laughs> we all love to eat too much, yeah. But then just kind of realized, hey, this isn't working. And my friend who I met in the class had great results staring me in the face you know, maybe I should check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did, uh, and I actually entered one of the contests thinking maybe, you know, I could, I could do what she did. And it did work. It worked really, really well. And I, I think I got down to like 158, um, which was lower than I had been in like 15 years. Um, but then like people started commenting. Um, I think my mother-in-law said, are you sick? What's wrong with you? Oh. <laughs> yeah, or, and some of the people are like, oh, you're too skinny. I'm like, 158 at 5'7 is not skinny. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, um, and I, just, I guess I just let those comments in, and it really affected my confidence, and I dropped out of the contest. Um, and then Bad. I went through a few things, like um, my husband had a health issue that required surgery, um, and I helped him through that, and it took a long time. It was a really long recovery. Um, and then I, but I put all the weight back on. I got back up to, like, 175. And um, I had tried a couple of other things, like juice fasting, um, which ended up being not really fasting, more like one juice a day. Um, but it just it wasn't really working. Um, and I remembered how well Venus worked for me before, and decided, you know what, I am going to try that program again because it worked so well. Um, so I entered the contest in the fall of last year, 2015. And um, I, I asked my husband at the beginning, you know, um, just encourage me. Like, please just encourage me the whole way, no matter what happens, no matter what my measurements are or what the scale says. If you just tell me to keep going, that's all I need to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did exactly that, and it was hugely, hugely helpful. Those little words certainly can mean a lot during that long journey. Yeah, and um, I didn't weigh myself, um, but I did have him weigh me halfway through um, just because, I don't know, I, I wanted to have a record of it, but I didn't want to know. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so he weighed me, and 
he said, um, I, w- I was a little bit curious about it. You know, I kind of wanted to know, but not really, because I didn't want it to affect what I was doing and being in the zone and everything. And he said, your weight loss is consistent with healthy weight loss. And that's all I needed to hear. Were you taking your measurements along the way or no measurements either? Um, yes, I was doing measurements every Monday. And so, so were, you, were just, you just having him record that or were you looking at that? I was looking at that. Um, mm-hmm. And I was doing shoulders, waist, and hips um, and recording that myself and, and not weighing. And that seemed to help my psychology a lot because mm-hmm. I know that weight just fluctuates way too much with, you know, water and monthly cycles and everything else. Right. Food and just functions. The body just needs to function. It's what it does. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> did you tell any of your friends you were doing the contest? I didn't. Um, I really thought that doing that was a bad idea. <laughs> um, yeah. I felt like I didn't, I didn't really want anyone's judgment um, other than Gary, my husband. Um, well, actually, I moved to Colorado with the the stocks class, I actually attended a year-long version of the class. And in the last class, which was in December, a couple of my friends came up to me and they were like, what have you been doing? And um, I told them about Venus and they they both signed up. Oh, neat. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. I, I really hope that they, they do it because it works. So right. how did you change the eating from the three hours of cardio a day to make Venus work for you? Um, well, I kind of did the anything goes diet approach, um, just because if I'm like super, super strict with food, it can really backfire on me. Mm -hmm. Um, so I kind of just tried to stick to my thousand calories and, um, a protein goal of like 80 grams plus per day. Um, and I'd usually end up at around 11 or 1200 calories and I'm a little bit taller, so I can kind of get away with that. Right. Um, and that just seemed to work best for me. Um, and as far as, like, the undulating protocol, like, I, I knew about it and I was aware of it, but I didn't necessarily follow it to a T. Um, but being aware of it, I made sure to just eat more fat some days that were my eat-up days and eat more protein and, and carbs on some of the days. That's actually good yeah, enough. I did. You don't have to follow it exactly. So it's just a guideline. So anyway, go ahead. No, no, and I did the same thing when I was in my contest a year before you. I never took one day because I knew on the weekends I would always eat just a little bit more, not a lot more, but that I had about 800 calories to play with over two days. That for me was much more manageable than one day because when you're used to eating lower, a whole day at 1,800, I mean, like, you're like, what am I going to eat? That's a lot of food. Yeah, and then on on the day where you have to go back to down to a thousand, it can be challenging. <laughs> it's a rough day. Yeah, it's a rough day. What yeah. were your favorite? Right. Like, did you did you fast for breakfast or what? How did you schedule your days? Um, yeah, so I would get up and have my coffee and usually a, a bronchade tablet, which has ephedrine in it, um, and I would only do that once in the morning, and I would basically go to the gym fasted in the morning and do my workout and come home um, and then have breakfast food around one or two o'clock. So I I would have an eating window usually between one and eight or nine o'clock at night. Perfect. So I kind of, kind of did the, the 16, eight fasting. Mm -hmm. And what workouts did you do? Um, Well, I worked out uh, Monday through Friday and rested on the weekends. It just worked best for me. So I was able to finish the main 12-week program a little bit early 
And then I did a couple weeks of final phase, which is very challenging and really fun. <laughs> it is really fun. <laughs> yeah. And then for the final week, I did Slim and Seven. Did you have any roadblocks along the way in the 12 weeks? Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I got the flu in October. Oh. And uh, that was like two or three days. And, of course, it was during the week. So that threw me off a little bit. Um, I traveled three times during the contest. Uh, to California. So, you know, travel is is very challenging when you're trying to diet. But right. I just considered, you know, even um, a maintenance eating day or a little bit below was totally a win if you're traveling. I, I agree um, that traveling always makes you hungry. Even though you're just sitting on the plane, you're always hungry. So I agree 100% with what you're saying. Oh, yeah. And it, it's stressful. You know, after going through the TSA, I want to have a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> what about weekends well, even, so hey I just want to tell a little story about John because he came out here to California once and um, so uh, for pl- plane flight days like that and he had to fly all the way back to uh, Canada from California and so that was a long a long trip long day for him a long 24 hour period actually and he said he self-medicates with chocolate <laughs> so just so you know John Barbin self-medicates himself with chocolate on those travel days. <laughs> you know, oh, that's funny. He, he, yeah, he mentioned that on a lot of the older podcasts. Uh, his travel days, he used to think he could fast. He's like, I can't fast. I eat and eat and eat when I travel. I'm like, I love that he can just be so honest and just say, I know this about myself. I can't fast, so I am going to enjoy my travel days. <laughs> right, right. Yep. Well, you know what I found when I travel? There's some days where fasting works. I, I kind of just roll with it. I'm like, you know, I feel good. I'm drinking coffee. Um, it's just, and it, and it goes smoother and a bunch of things don't go wrong. Like sometimes, and other times a bunch of things go wrong. It's like, oh, screw this. You know, I'm going to go have a taco or whatever. And, um, you know, at one of their little restaurants or whatever it is. And I, but the awareness help, can help you, like, make better choices. Like, you, are, you know you're eating some high-calorie things, but you don't have to, like, just let it go, like, ridiculous um, because you mm-hmm. just know better. And so it, it can... It can vary. It, it just can vary. You don't. It doesn't have to be any one thing every time you travel. You can just like see how you feel that day. C- kind of have a plan, and if it doesn't work, then then just let it go and just do what you need to do to survive. Yeah, and it I, is, I think it, that it is so. It, you, go ahead. Oh, um, just going to say that you have to kind of find a way to be kind and patient with yourself. Right, and sometimes yeah. that means extending your fast, and sometimes it means having the chocolate. Mm-hmm. And um, like you say, Roberta, exactly. every day doesn't have to be the same. Well, and self-compassion you know. goes a long way, so I think that's really smart too. But yeah. it's, it's so funny being being a Venus and traveling. When you see people like chowing on a Cinnabon in the airport, you're like, that's the whole day's worth of calories in one yeah. Cinnabon. Or more. And it's not that you can't have it, it's just that you know. You just know, and sometimes you'll make a different choice because you know. I think one of the with trips a, I stayed in a hotel, and that was that was way better than staying with friends or family because the hotel has a gym and usually some pretty healthy options. Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes your friends and family don't get that you don't want a 1,000-calorie breakfast to start your day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so in yeah. some ways it's harder when you're staying at someone's house, right? Because they're preparing food for you and you, you, you want to be a gracious guest and they're preparing way too much food, whereas at least if you're at a hotel, you, you, you can make your own choices a little bit better. <laughs> right, exactly. I, I know that if I stay with a friend, it's 
definitely going to be a maintenance day because they probably will have breakfast and want to serve it and I'll probably want to eat it. So there's an extra four or 500 calories easy and that brings me up to maintenance. And that's okay. It's right, okay to right. eat at maintenance for a couple of days. Right. Um, and my maintenance days were on the weekend anyway, so the travel actually worked out okay. Mm-hmm. So now is this something you're con- – you, you just finished the contest. How did you feel about your pictures? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, at first I was really, really unhappy. Um, when I first saw them, I was like, oh, my gosh, I am still – really chubby and um my husband was there and he's like why don't you just put those side by side and let's see and I was like okay and I'm a graphic designer by trade so doing that kind of thing is pretty easy so I just kind of put them together side by side in photoshop and um even without retouching I was just like holy cow I've I've really changed mm-hmm. you know um in it's, it's visible yeah in, in 12, 12 weeks, weeks and that's nothing that's a blink. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I, I was down 18 pounds on photo shoot day. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that is like the water cut from Slim and Seven. So I, I was aware that part of it was just water. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, there was some, some definite fat loss that was visible in the pictures. A um, lot. <laughs> a lot of fat <laughs> loss, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so... Um, and I had told myself, like, well, if I think I can place, then I'll submit. And mm-hmm. I looked at the before and after and thought, you know what, I think I could probably place. Mm-hmm. So I'll go ahead and submit them. Um, and I placed pretty high. Third place is pretty high. So I was- And your, your, your purple dress is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I, um, the photographer told me um, before the shoot, she said, make sure that you – you know, don't wear like a big print or a big sweater or boots or anything like that. Wear something that'll show off your new shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and thing, little things like avoid a crew neck and um, get your nails done, get the spray tan and all that stuff. And I did all mm-hmm. that. So it was kind of a lot of preparation for an hour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it makes a huge difference. I mean, you look like, I mean, legit, I mean, just so stunning and when I saw the results I was like oh my god this girl is so beautiful I'm so glad that you did submit your pictures oh well thank you and it is and in a lot pounds. of ways yeah that was a lot of weight to lose but you know not just that you're presenting yourself it's almost like in some ways submitting your final pictures is like a, um, it's it's like when you prepare for an interview for a job or something I mean this isn't this isn't that but it's still it's the same same type of thing where you're going to have you know, if you put a little more extra effort into how you look, it's going to be to your advantage. You, you know, it's just going to be more pleasing to the eye. Of, of course, you're going to have a better, a better chance. And it's not that someone can't do it without a professional photographer. There's people that have done it without professional photographers, but they took the time to dress nice and to fix themselves up so that they look, you know, nice and presentable. And it's just part of... Um, it's part of the pride in yourself for what you've done for yourself, for taking care of yourself and for your health and your body and everything. So it's all part of yeah, it. Yeah, and it, it's definitely like a, a marker too. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have this little snapshot in time, and um, it's permanent in a way. What was that? What did your husband think of your pictures? Oh, he loved them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there Great. was a, a couple of pictures that were um, just for him that he really likes. So um, it's nice to have a full shoot 
worth of pictures because a couple of them you might just keep for yourself. And then I think one of the pictures I use for my, um, my LinkedIn page because mm-hmm. um, it, it just looks like a nice professional shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's nice to have something besides the bikini pictures. Right, right. Besides contest pictures, I mean, it's, it's just, that's kind of the same thing I did. I, did. I just wanted to be creative and make it fun for myself that no matter what happened with the contest, these pictures were mine, and it didn't, it didn't matter. And so you, that's exactly what you did. These pictures were for you. It, it didn't matter. Of course you submitted them because you felt like you were comfortable doing that for whatever your reasons are. But, um, and it, it also doesn't have to be the only set of pictures you do. As you move forward, you're like, hey, I can do this whenever I want. It doesn't have to be about a contest. It's me taking pictures just like other people do. Other people take pictures, you know, family portraits or what whatnot. And most of us hit for all those years because we didn't like the way we look. And now it's like we can participate in things and we can even be more creative and participate in even more because we feel good about ourselves and we're healthy. Yeah, and that's very true. I didn't really realize how much I hid before in pictures, but looking back, they're are a lot of pictures where I'm kind of like hiding beside, behind someone else just to like hide some of the fat, which right. doesn't, <laughs> doesn't really do a very good job. No, you know? it doesn't. Yeah. Or like, like now I don't immediately open a picture of myself in Photoshop and fix it. And I could, but I don't have to. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. No, because you're absolutely gorgeous and have worked your ass off to get where you are. <laughs> <laughs> what what oh, workouts are you. you doing now? Um, I went back to the 12-week program and I'm just making it a little bit more challenging than it was before. Final phase is just a little bit beyond where I'm at. But I think once I get through this um, second round, making it a little bit harder, um, I'll be able to do final phase again. Of course you will. What was that? How are you making it harder? Um, well, I noticed in, in final phase that um, like the supersets, um, yeah. doing 13 reps and then eight, um, I'm actually kind of doing that with the regular Venus program. So like for dips, I might do 13 reps. Um, not necessarily doing a superset, but um, just increasing the, the reps or the weight or the position. Like for plank, I had to start on my knees and now I can do, I can do it um, on my feet and elbows. Um, and then like a side plank for a whole minute instead of 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting when you have strength gains like that. Yeah, and they come quick. <laughs> when, when you're consistent, yeah. they sure do. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, think that's, that's really empowering. It is um, empowering. Think, that was the exact word I was going to use. Yep. Yeah, I think everybody who checks out Venus should really be doing the workouts just mm-hmm. for that reason. Right. I still remember the day that I did a full body push-up because I started on my knees, and I'm like, this is freaking awesome. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'm almost there. I'm so close to that. I'm so excited. <laughs> you, have, you have to put on the blog when you do get there so we can all mm-hmm. give you big, big hugs and kudos for that because it's a big milestone, that's for sure. Yeah. Right. I'm like, right. I'm at the point where I can go all the way down, but I have to go all the way down and rest and then push all the way back up. You know what I mean? Like not on the knees, but yeah, not, yeah, yeah you know what I mean. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's progress. You're making progress. Right. So, um, so how are you feeling now that you're done with the contest? You finished the contest right before the holidays, and that's like, in some ways, that's one of the hardest things because the holidays is just hard to navigate. And like, I know a lot of people right now are just they're really struggling, and it's like we we all actually struggle right now getting over the holidays. 
and and it's kind of part of maintenance. But at first, the first time you go through it, you're kind of like thinking that you're slipping back, or it's it can be very discouraging. But it's really it's just the same thing. You just keep going, and we have these little cycles. And the holidays is like we, we're going to have it every year. This happens every year. It's part of the part of the season. And so, how are you feeling about all that? Well, at first, I thought oh, great, you know, it's Thanksgiving and I can eat up to maintenance. But then I went over and then, of course, there's Thanksgiving leftovers and I was over maintenance for quite a few days. Um, and I think, I don't know, I'm, I'm back up to like 161 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, my lowest was 156. Mm-hmm. So I'm back up five pounds. And um, honestly, it's... It was a little bit depressing, just mm-hmm. gaining that little bit amount of weight back. But um, I just had to kind of think about why I wanted this in the first place and what I was doing before that was working so well to get back on track. Because mm-hmm. I, I know that this doesn't end. This is a journey that lasts a lifetime. It's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'm just trying to get back into my groove, get back into right. my routine no matter what. Right, and yeah. it's something the year, the we all have. The year is going to go by anyway. <laughs> mhm. That's right. That's right. And we we all have these seasons. It's just like uh, it's just like when you had to you had to help your husband recover from surgery. I mean, we're all going to have things in life that are going to pop up even this year. And so we have we just do the best we can, and we we never lose that awareness. It's only if you just like totally say, "Oh, screw it, I'm not going to do this anymore," and just like let it go, and then just start doing that you know, weeks and months on end, then you just end up right where you were before. But you don't you never have to do that. You can always have your couple days or a couple weeks where its maintenance are a little over and you can always just knuckle down and go back again. And it's no matter what, I mean, even someone like me that's like I'm like I'm really, really disciplined even even through the holidays and stuff and I still have to have those days where I knuckle down and it's just as hard as it was when you're losing the huge amount of weight. It's that those that one day or two days or whatever it is, you know, the days that you decide that you're going to have a deficit, they are just as hard as they've ever been any other day. And it, and it almost seems unfair because you're just like, I already did all that work. I already spent mm-hmm. three years losing 85 pounds. Why do I have to do this again? You know, it just like it almost makes you mad sometimes. It's like, well, guess what? There's no other choice. You're going to do it because you're not going to let yourself slip back to what you once were. And so, and once it's like, it's almost like that one or two days is really hard and then you get on a roll and then you let yourself have a maintenance day and then you're just, and you go to do your workouts and everything works in synergy and you just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about building good habits. And Mm -hmm. eventually that, that looks like something that's discipline, but really it's just habits over time. Exactly. Exactly. And that's really all it is for me too. I've just been, I've, now it's just been years that I've been doing it. You know, it's been it's been like I want to say almost six years since I lost the weight, and it's just it really is just habit. I mean, a lot of people look at me and think that I'm I'm really super disciplined, and I guess you could call it that. But it's really I've just let the habit sink in. It's just what I do. It's part of my awareness. It's not paranoia. It's not you know being like weird or anything. It's just having this awareness. And also just have an awareness that our society is becoming obese and there's too much food and people don't move. And it's a, it's a huge problem in our society right now. And we're, in order to be healthy, we're all swimming upstream. We're all, it's, it's actually a little bit of extra effort. We're always going to have these people 
and these customs and these things around us that are constantly like hounding us and we have to find we have to develop our habits against that and our defenses against that. That's very true. Um, something I, I really appreciate about Venus is that it's given me um, a peace about my body and dieting that I haven't had with any other program because um, I know that it works. And even if I stray or whatever, I can always come back. And the, the more you do but, it, the more you'll come back. It's the habits, like you said. It's just developing those habits. Yep. I think every Venus girl stumbles forward and just, pulling your big girl panties back on and starting over again. Right. That's just <laughs> life. I mean, there's events, there's, you know, holidays, there's whatever, but we just, we're all going to stumble. I don't know anybody that's perfect. And it's just like, okay, i got to get back on my lifestyle because that's what works. Right, right. I mean, I almost, I almost hate to call it starting over because it's like, it's just part of it. It's not even really starting over. It's just you're, you're going through these little cycles up and down and it's, um, you're, you're not like a statue. You're not just no. like going to achieve your goal and sit there. And so I almost like, I wish there was another term. I, I Maybe we'll come up with one someday, but it's like, it's it's just like part of it. T- picking it back up again. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you let it like, go a little bit, and then you, you're yeah. picking up the slack. You let it go, you pick yeah. it back up. I mean, it's just, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just, um, since yesterday is gone, your work always begins now. Right, right. Well, it's almost like, uh, well, if you talk about just like when you're just in the groove, it's almost like paying your little bit of rent every day for your to keep your body healthy. It's it's like you, you have to brush your teeth every day. You don't get to just brush your teeth one day and and you're done. You know, it's the same thing with working out, it's the same thing with eating. It's it's like little it's just part of what you do every day. Well that's interesting with the paying rent analogy. Yeah, or uh, or even like like I still even like and a lot of this of course I got from Brad Pilon. I just regurgitated in my own words. But uh, the mortgage debt, you know, it's like when I was losing 85 pounds, that was a mortgage debt. I paid it off. And I, ever since then, I've been managing my checkbook, you know. And it, and I'm talking about calories instead of money, but it's mm-hmm. still it's the same thing. Um, it's, I, don't get to just, I, I don't get to just spend out of my checkbook without, like, sort of doing some work to keep it balanced. And so that's kind of what we have to do. And so sometimes you just have a few more bills that come up for a few more weeks you know, and, or, or you're, you know, you're, and so you're eating more than maintenance. And so then you just, you know, you just have to knuckle down and, and deal with that. And it's just, yeah. it's actually just part of what you do. It's not, none of us gets to get away from that. Yeah. Like you, know, you say, dang you can't it. spend with wild abandon. Right. Dang it. Right. Dang <laughs> it. Like a credit card. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, got to like wonder the sometimes the, when I see people that are morbidly obese, I wonder what do their credit cards look like? Uh, because true. it's exactly the same. There is sometimes some overlap with with things in your life that, um, and sometimes you know you have to work on other things in your life before you can work on the diet. So I've worked with people before where it's they're they're just not ready to do the diet, but it's they have some uh, similar type things in other areas of their life, and they they have to kind of work on that first, and then and then they can and then they can start. Um, it's just mm-hmm. too much. They just have too much stuff in their life that needs to be worked on, and sometimes you have to take it in little pieces. It doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means you, you, need, to, you need to pick the priority and that has to do with your health. Like if it's sleep, a, a lot of the stuff isn't mm-hmm. going to work if you're not getting sleep. Like That's you're not going to recover from your workouts. You're not gonna, you're, it's going to be hard to keep your hunger in control because your hunger hormones are going to be through the roof. You're going to be extra hungry. So um, 
it, that, that, that moves to first priority, figuring out how you're going to get sleep, figuring out how to arrange things or go to your doctor or whatever it is you need to do, and that takes priority. You're, you're not even going to be able to work on your diet or workouts until that gets fixed. So it's, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. Yeah, like you really got to find out what works for you. And when, you know, one of the things that's so nice about this program is that there's so much flexibility. You right. can work the night shift and do it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but it also can be overwhelming because you don't. Because of that, it's it's a little overwhelming for some people at first, and so they just need some help picking one thing. You know, picking mm-hmm. one thing and 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 trying it, and then that doesn't work, and then don't get discouraged that it doesn't work. Try the next thing, regroup, try it again, because that's what we all do, right? That's what you did, and when you were mm-hmm. going through this, I mean, you you did some regrouping to finally get to what where you figured out what worked. Some things gave you, that other people did give you headaches. There's all those things that mm-hmm. you worked through to get, you know, to what worked for you, right? Yeah, there's a lot of trial and error, and sometimes I forget about that. But, yeah, like stevia even gives me migraine. So mm-hmm. you, you do have to kind of figure out what, what works best for you. And, um, you know, what works for somebody else may not work for you, and that's okay. Right, right, right. So now, okay, so some of your friends in your class noticed uh, the change in you. What about just other people in your life? How does it, you know, your lifestyle is a little different now. How does it affect everyone around you? Um, well, um, I think that it's starting to have a positive effect on my husband because he's starting to pay a little bit closer attention to his eating, um, which is, is great um, mm-hmm. because if, if, if we're eating similarly, it's going to be easier on me. Um, and then... Uh, the choice is when my stepdaughter is, is with us on the weekends, they're going to be healthier too. And, and she's seen the change in me and, and told me, good job. <laughs> and it's, it's very sweet. And um, it's just a hugely positive change. Mm-hmm. What a great role model you're being for her. Well, I hope so. I'm doing my best. <laughs> so now is she? What, oh, okay. She's 11. Oh my gosh! Perfect timing for you to be on the healthy journey for her. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I know that soon she'll probably be exposed to dieting and other things that teenagers go through. So All I right. just so I hope I can be a, a positive influence on her. Yeah, you you will you will. Uh, so now, um, what are you the most thankful for right now about uh, the way you're living your life now? Um. Well, I. I would have to say that um, my confidence has greatly, greatly improved, um, and that has affected every area of my life. Um, not not just with you know posing for pictures and stuff, but um, things like being more confident about decisions that I make, mm-hmm. um, and you know, kind of sticking up for myself a little bit more. Right. Um, not being afraid of social situations. I'm kind of an introvert, so that's huge for me. Um, that, is, like I said before, just having a peace about everything. Right. Uh, right. It's just, it's a huge stress relief. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, yeah, you know, you know what to do. You know what to do. It's not like this mystery anymore. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very liberating when you have something that works and you know that it works and you've already proved it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Right, right. It's always going to work. I mean, for the rest of your life, you know, you do know what to do. It's always going to work. You may have to tweak it a little bit, but it's pretty much, it, it, the answer doesn't really change. 
Um, I mean, you know, you kind of know what it is. You need to exercise for the empowerment, and it just makes you feel good with everything you do. And then the food. It's just, it's kind of like just the amount of food, and of course, keeping it balanced. I mean, you kind of know how to do that. Most of us already kind of knew how to do that. It's just we needed to admit that it was the amount. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Um, I like Jerry's quote on that. Uh, that fat loss is as simple as deficit eating. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it is true. Yep. And where do you see yourself going from here? Um, well, I'm just going to continue with the program, um, stay in my routine, um, and just keep sticking to the process. It, uh, it doesn't end. You know, this is a journey that lasts forever. Mm-hmm. And I know that there will be tweaks down the road, and at some point I probably won't do any cardio. I still do a little, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> but I, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Right. And, it, you know, there's nothing wrong with cardio if you like it. I mean, both Pam and I like running. Uh, I like doing other kinds of cardio. And it's just I, I just now know that I don't do hours and hours like when you did three hours. I mean, that's, like, ridiculous. You don't have to do that. And you don't have to do it if you don't enjoy it. Don't, you know, just it needs to be fun. If it's fun, you can keep doing it. Yeah, as long as it doesn't make you too hungry, then right. it's, it's it's fine. I. I still do um, half an hour, sometimes an hour, just as a warm-up on the elliptical trainer. Um, mm-hmm. I keep my heart rate under 160, so it's not crazy hard. And mm-hmm. then I do my workout, and, you know, that has, is what has worked for me. Well, it gives you a chance to zone out and just kind of not even – you have to concentrate when you're lifting, so sometimes cardio is like a nice mental escape to work out your problems you don't have to think. And then you got to get down and dirty with the weight. So, I mean, I always say cardio is enjoyable. If you love it, you know, I, my escape is running. And it's, it's like my meditation where when I'm listening, I'm like all business. So that's, that's great. You can keep that in and, and make it work for you. Yeah. I, I wish I could run. I, um, maybe at some point I'll try and get back into it. I've had some issues with sciatic pain um, with running and, and cycling, but, um, whatever works for you and whatever you enjoy is okay. That's right. Whatever works for you, that's it. <laughs> that's a good tagline right there, I think. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, we've been going for a while now here. So, Anne, was there anything else you want to cover? Um, just wanted to encourage anybody who's thinking of doing the contest. Mm-hmm. Um, just if you're thinking about it, just do it and finish it. Um, there's something really interesting about focusing intensely for 12 weeks, uh, which is a really short time. Um, and you might like get to the end and, and feel the same or like you didn't accomplish much, but you need to finish it and get the pictures taken to really know that. Um, and then after you're done, it might seem like it's over, but the only thing that's over is the contest and something remains. You have, um, you have a newfound confidence. At least for me, I have you know, newfound confidence, a piece about my body and eating and working out and not to mention a whole new level of strength. Um, and then you have the community, which is a whole bunch of women that know that this program really works. Well, agree, are, agree, and agree. <laughs> yeah, those, are, those are awesome words of encouragement right there. And that's probably uh, that's probably a good place for us to leave it. So um, that was Anne who placed in our contest, and we had Pam with us, and this is Roberta. And so for the Venus Factor, we'll see you next time.